Hello and welcome again, Pastor Deborah here. We're in another part of a wonderful letter called My Dear Spiritual Child Letter from me, Agape Love himself. We're be, this is going to be part number 68 of the letter. If you remember, we've been working through it. Wonderful, wonderful sections. And this was inspired to me, Pastor Deborah to write years ago. And remember, I sent it out. And who did I send it out with? A Teddy, that's right. Let's get him. So we can remind ourselves of agape love through a teddy bear. There he is, Teddy. Remember, I bought him at Walmart years ago. Lots of them during Valentine's days, the season. I would mail him out with this letter. Went to witches and warlocks. Satanist and psychics, mm-hmm. tarot card readers, those talking, singing, writing heavy metal music, drummers, musicians, yeah, lead singers. I sent them to royalty counts in England, all over the world, to, with the letter to remind people that Agape Love had come. And it was coming through a teddy bear. Because teddies are just non-threatening, so sweet and gentle. They're not real. But this was the teddy I used mm-hmm. with the letter. So let's get into another part, part number 68 of the letter. In this part, we're still working through our prayer section called Let's Take a Few Steps with Him. This is part number six. We had just finished up the last part in a lot of prayers about ungodly soul ties and how they entrapped us and snared us. We didn't even know it. That's right. And how we didn't have the forgiveness within us and the mercy to forgive those who hated us and did us wrong. We needed help. Even if we were born again, we were but babies. We didn't know how to do it. We didn't have the strength or the power. So we were led, yeah, by Pastor Deborah, into praying. So let's pray before we get started in this part. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have brought us out into the realm of the Spirit, out beyond where we could ever imagine. Thank you for putting your Garden of Eden on every planet and every galaxy so that every living creature can hear you, get to know you, replace whatever gods they are serving, because we have been serving many gods. That's right. And most of those gods are just evil and wicked. We even serve the gods of our ancestors, traditions, culture, the religion we have. Maybe it's governments. Father, help us to hear your words of spirit and truth for us. As you bring us out into the wonders of your kingdom of heaven. Out where the Holy Spirit can teach us. Out through a Hebrews 4.12 circumcision of our soul. And that you can begin applying and healing us through Isaiah 61 and 62. Your words which you fulfill in us. Help us to learn and grow. And understand. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. This is beginning part number six. Of this wonderful letter. 
uh, let's take a few steps with him. We're walking along his path. His royal, he's now brought us out through this wonderful video from Pixabay. And I'm recording through Zoom Pro in my living room without a green screen. So I'm fuzzy and weird things happen because my hand can just disappear. And you'll see my background coming through. I just have already recorded one hour. Now I'm into my second hour. So please forgive me if I'm fuzzy. But it's easy. Don't have a lot of money to buy the best. Don't have a lot of room. But I've checked myself out on the big screen TVs. And I look okay. And I sound okay. Got a good microphone. So let's thank Pixabay for this wonderful motion picture. Some creator made it just beautiful. I get them free from them. Mm -hmm. So let's begin part number six. And you have just finished praying a lot of petitions and prayers to God. So I want to talk to you for a few minutes now and welcome everybody into the garden. Wherever you're from, I'm on your planet now. The garden has been expanded to all galaxies and solar systems. Mm -hmm. Because it means the pleasure and delight, the spot of the pleasure and delight of the Lord. And he's come to your galaxy, to your planet. Mm -hmm. That's right. Dear sweetie, speak God's promises in his spiritual living words. Speak out and bless yourself with Isaiah 61 and 62. Put your name in it. See yourself in need. Of what the living word needs to help. Speak spiritual blessings. Over yourself. Over your family. Over your businesses. Over your land. Over your health. Over your family. Your community. Your nation. Speak. Into the future. Prophesy. For 10,000 generations to come. Here. Maybe in new worlds. Maybe in the new worlds to come. Mm -hmm. Speak. Daily bless others. With your words and thoughts. And prayers. As you forgive all. Who have hurt you. All that have done evil and wicked. To you. Speak God's words boldly. Don't have to yell. No demon is hard of hearing. You're speaking, declaring, decreeing as a king. Your words out into the future. You're prophesying. You're blessing, not cursing. So speak boldly even into your own spiritual life. And then believe the words. But don't just speak things. Read a scripture passage out of the authorized King James Bible. Speak good things to yourself that may happen in the next minute, next day. Speak into the future of your children and your children's children and your nation. Thank God for his words of spirit and life. They travel through generations after generations. 
Don't speak curses and horrible words. Don't condemn, belittle, threaten anybody. Speak these words, live by them, and support them. Sweetie, sweetie, that's what I call you little ones. Stand in your newly found spiritual freedom. You're a new creature in Christ. You have never been existed before. You have no sin in you. You have no past. You only have a future. Don't let the past continue to control you. You might have memories of it, but they're not yours. You go read Pastor Deborah's story called It's Time. You'll see about how Jan had to die. Pastor Deborah had to arose and the test to bring Jan alive. As long as you identify and say you're still a victim, you're living in the past, you'll never forgive. That's where you are because you learn as you think in your heart, your mind, your soul, your spirit. So you are. You create your identity by your words. So decree different things over yourself, your children, your businesses, the earth, your land, your nation. Speak words of thank you and praise to God for your new spiritual life by believing in Christ Jesus. Some people only get it on their death. That's okay. We'll take that. I just had a young man in my neighborhood. He's got lung cancer. He's on hospice. He's near death. He came to me in the spirit, said he needed to confess his sins to be cleaned up. It was his spirit. So I was acting as a priest, listening to his sins as he was asking forgiveness and mercy. And then I prayed for him that his prayers would be heard. His sins would be forgiven. So when he dies, death was near. Don't know exactly when. But he knew to go somewhere. And he came to Pastor Deborah. Yes, I help people to clean up their sins before death. I help people to die. I help them out of their bodies. I help them when death is near. I help them to let go when time, when their physical bodies can no longer sustain them. I help them as death is coming in the womb. They don't know how to get out. They're just babies. I help them when they're in meetings. They're going to be killed. I take them out. Mm -hmm. I'm working in that deep realm, the realm of the forever person. So stand in your new creation, your new identity. Don't stand in fear and bitterness and revenge of the old life. Don't go back to it. Don't think on it. Throw all those memories in the sea of forgetfulness. I can talk about it because I had to do that. With my mother, she was very mentally ill, had issues, caused a lot of problems in the family. She died in my living room of liver cancer. I had to remember only that she gave me life. She birthed me. She didn't abort me. It was her egg that gave me this physical body. And she set my feet on the path of righteousness by taking me to church, having me baptized. She gave me the name Deborah. And that's what I remembered about her. She's in heaven now. So is my father, my earthly father and brother. 
They all had a horrible life. I'll see them later. So when fear comes, go to God. Don't go back to your old ways of thinking, believing, acting. Just hang on to his hand. He'll help you with your fear, your anger, your bitterness. And you must tell fear, no. And you must tell the past. I buried you on a cross. You do not control me. I am not who I believed I was. I'm a new creature in Christ now. Never been abused. I'm not a victim, a survivor of anything. I'm a brand new baby. I have never had sex, never been abused. My father's loving and kind. No, I do not accept the past as my identity anymore. Speak with your authority and dominion to the fear that comes up and rebuke it. Fear is a spirit, demonic, as well as an emotion. Mm -hmm. Tell that fear that it has no more rights towards you. Oh, it has power. And it is asserting that power against you spiritually. And it's exerting its spiritual authority. It has. Trying to take you captive again. So you say to it, I rebuke you in the name of Christ Jesus. Get thee behind me. Mm -hmm. Hard to do. But these are some very little steps that you take with him in the beginning. Little one, the heavenly father of agape love gave you your own authority and dominion as his child. You have his authority and dominion. When you accepted his son, Christ Jesus, as your savior, sent from God himself, and you believed he was a God and the son of God. You got his authority and dominion. You are now a king in the making. You're just a prince right now, a little one, or a princess. You have to learn and be taught and grown. You see that in the world, in the natural. You must, over time, learn your responsibilities. Learn about the kingdom, what you're to do, how you're to talk and dress. Here on earth, through your soul. That's your spiritual authority and dominion given to you by your father, this heavenly father of agape love. Victory is promised to you. It is available, powerful, and yet it is a spiritual battle that you must battle. You must learn to fight, be a warrior. That's what a king is. A king is a warrior, a politician, and an ambassador. When you act as a priest, you listen to people's uh, worries, their sins. You let them confess them. You pray on their behalf. You're acting as a royal priest unto God for them. Jesus was a royal priest. He was a king, a warrior, but he was also a teacher, a shepherd, 
a protector. He was a healer. He was a sent one, an apostle. He was a pastor. He had he looked at humanity as his sheep. And his words of his father were the pastures he was to get them to so they could eat. And the mercy and forgiveness and everything else was the living water they were to drink. Become a disciple of him, a student, a follower, study. Go slow, don't hurry. Little one, getting free is always spiritually ongoing. Having truth come in to help you displace lies and deceptions, concepts and principles. Transforming of your soul is always ongoing. There's new areas. Mm -hmm. That you must look at. You must go in the basement, the cellars, the dark corners. And see what's there growing. Maybe there's mold. On the walls that must be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Creatures hiding in darkness. That you must locate and banish and destroy. You, your spirit, your soul and physical body is a spiritual land. It's the territory now of the kingdom of heaven. When you die, your physical body gives way. That body belongs to this earth or the planet you're on. It will not go into the realm of the spirit. The soul that you have, it does not go in its condition. And until you have a Hebrews 4.12, your spirit will look like your soul. Even if you're born again, you still have the thoughts of the old life in your spirit. All of that has to be slowly changed, transformed. You have to learn new things. New understanding, not traditions, not culture, not religion, but spiritual things of the kingdom of heaven. You know much from the kingdom of darkness, little one. You've had it in your life. You've nourished by it, lived by its rules, served its kings, its gods. But when you believed in Christ Jesus, those ties were cut. The bloodline was cut, so to speak. The imbiblical cord was cut. Now you're free, but we have to change. A lot of you still have so much to learn. But agape love's hands has set you free from that kingdom. In the name of Christ Jesus From the cross. When he said out loud. Father. Forgive them. For they know not what they do. He looks at your little spirit. That it's so small. And it has to learn. But something wonderful occurred. When you believed. You became a new creature. Living. Not dead. Not spiritually separated. From God. And his great agape love for you. You may not understand much. A little baby out of the womb knows very little. But you can grow. The Holy Spirit, who does most of this work, 
is the spirit of God himself. Mm -hmm. He cleanses us from our thoughts, our concepts, our principles. He feeds us the spiritual word of God, helps us to drink and nourish milk, bread, meat. He's beginning to clean and free the spiritual land of your spirit in all of its areas, the territory. And then he'll plant God's words, his seeds of truth and light in your spirit. He'll fly a banner that says agape love in your spirit. This banner will be flying over the land. The Holy Spirit's conquered and taken, replaced with new ideas, new concepts, new beliefs, declaring it for all the kingdom of heaven. And there's many areas in your spirit and soul that must be conquered. And sometimes it's a battle. We see that in the world when one nation invades another. Sometimes it's horrible Mm -hmm. to move forward. A lot of resistance in us still. Then if you don't get the proper food from the proper teachers, you might get bad food, poisonous food. May never get fed. Yes, you can be spiritually abused, neglected by people who are supposed to be teaching you, pastoring you, mothering you, feeding you spiritually. Then after the Holy Spirit plants his flag of agape love, he plants the seeds of agape love of the kingdom of heaven and its royal laws, its living words of spirit and truth in that newly cleansed area of your spirit and claims it for the kingdom of heaven. And then the attack will come against that part of you that just learned some new stuff to see if it will hold in warfare. Then the Holy Spirit will bring God's living spiritual water to you, to those seeds, to bring life from the seeds that were planted, the beliefs, the ideas, the decrees, the commandments, the laws. To spiritually nourish them to grow. These new ideas and thoughts, concepts and principles from the kingdom of heaven. They're pure and holy. And they're planted now by the Holy Spirit in your spirit. They're words of spirit and life. Truth, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. And they'll begin to sprout. As they're watered and believed in and accepted, tested and tried, and they will grow. And they will then be spread to your soul. And your soul then will tell your physical body what it has learned. The kingdom of spirit, soul, and body, three that are one, one that has three parts, slowly becomes entirely the territory land. Of the kingdom of heaven. God is looking for his seeds of life to produce in you. He'll give you teachers, and sometimes Pastor Deborah would go to church 
thought I had good teaching and I'd get in my car and God would tell me, you didn't get fed today. Spiritual food is truth. I learned about this when I left that service. And God told me I had not eaten one thing. But it sounded good to me from the preacher. So I was listening on the radio. Something about angels. And while I was listening, I'd see my hand reach over to the console, grab something and eat. It was chicken or lamb. I was hearing meat of the word truth while I'm listening. Now, my hands naturally were not moving, but my spirit hand was feeding. After a little while, God said, now you have been fed. It means I've heard truth. My spirit has gotten strong. Meat. He says, now I can have holy common union with you. A goblet showed up in my hand, pure gold, filled with real wine, and I drank. Spiritual truths are meat to us. But for a long time, little one, you just need milk. Agape love. God loves you. That may be all that you need to hear for a long, long time. And, And then it demonstrated to you when you do evil or wicked things. You must still hear God loves you. So God is looking for his seeds to be planted in you, to grow, develop, be tested, and grow into a mature plant, a garden of Eden itself, a tree of righteousness that he'll plant on the earth. If he can, sometimes he doesn't get to because your physical body is destroyed in death. But that spiritual tree of righteousness will begin to be fed and nourished even in heaven. Because you're coming back to a new earth, a new planet. Life, sort of one way, one age is over with. And a new age will begin Mm -hmm. for all of us. He's looking for you to produce beautiful, spiritual, mature fruit. Now, you don't need it. You get your nourishment through your roots, through your words. But your fruit of your life, like Pastor Debris, is to give it to others. Your understanding, your ideas, your experiences becomes fruit for other people to eat and see that agape love is real. It is God himself of the kingdom of heaven, and he loves them. So in comes the Holy Spirit, bringing seeds of life and truth and love. Plants them, waters them, helps them to be nourished and grow into a bountiful tree of righteousness. In your spirit and then out to your soul to feed on, to see that God is good. So it will turn from its old ways its mind, and develop the mind of Christ. So now spiritually, through the spiritual fruit of God's words that are producing in you, his spiritual fruit he's looking for, it will then be passed on to others. And they can receive his gift of agape love for them through you. They will receive through your life his words of spirit and truth 
through prayers. They'll seek you out spiritually, maybe not ever in the natural. That man that came to me in the neighborhood seeking to confess his sins to a priest, sort of like getting clean with God, didn't know how to do it himself. I'll never, he'll never come to me in the natural to do that. And I may never see him again. He may die before that. But his spirit's cleaned up, ready to go. So we want to give thanks to God and his Holy Spirit and his son, three who were one, who came down here to earth, walked among us to redeem us back out of sin and death, out of the hands of the kingdom of darkness, back to freedom from slavery and captivity to sin and spiritual death, separation from our lust of our eyes, the lust of our flesh, and the pride of our life. We want to give them thanks and praise every day by honoring their gift to us, their sacrifice. We want to thank them for their sweet fruit of love that they have brought to us, that we have received freely didn't cost us anything didn't have to buy it just had to believe may cost you something in the natural maybe your family your life many people are killed over their belief in christ jesus as the son of the living god because many other religions are controlled by demons evil wicked spirits culture and tradition they won't tolerate you believing in any other god but once you know that there is other another god of love you won't give it up let me tell you joshua's story joshua called josh was a satanist he grew up in it was in child pornography but he found this god And he wouldn't give it up, and he was killed for it. He told a young girl named Amanda when she was about 12, being beaten, that one day she would find this God that he found and find a spiritual mother that would love her. And he told her, never let it go, even if they kill you. And she found Pastor Deborah at age 14, two years after Josh died. I have Josh's story. It's on the website. Of agape love, love is here. It will be in video form. It's called Josh. Excellent story, true story of what happens when you find God. Mm-hmm. So now, when these spiritual seeds have been planted in you, even if it's just agape love and that Christ Jesus is real and he's alive, just that, and that he's a son of God. The enemy of Christ Jesus will come against you. It did for Josh, but he wouldn't give it up. He died to hang on to godly love. I had another one. His name was Owl. He found it. Him and I had been enemies. He was a Satanist, drug addict, pornographer, child pornography. But I loved him so much. He had a horrible life. And when he found this God, he wouldn't give him up. And he went out on his sacrifice in a satanic meeting. 
without any demons, walking to the altar, head held high, and he became one of many to overcome the battle of fear of accepting Christ Jesus. His story is also on the website. I think I got a video of it, but I'll make another one. There are people that find it and hang on to it even at death. Many martyrs are that way. Mm-hmm. So this agape love is trying to build a new land inside of you, new thoughts and concepts and ideas. It wants its rivers of life flowing in you. Agape love abounding. Maybe you don't know all what that means yet. You have to study. But first, just let the seed get planted. Let his heart come into your heart. Let his mind help you develop his mind. Then God will water and nourish all the seeds of truth that he plants in your spirit. And it will grow and mature. And it will produce God's fruit in their spiritual lives like Josh. He wouldn't let this love of God, this belief in Jesus Christ go. Not even at the point of death. And he was given time to speak to Amanda. Who was to be a royal high priest in the black forest clan. She's a grown woman now. Really has a lot of mental health issues from her life. But she's never given up spiritually. Her love of Pastor Deborah. I'm her mother. Or this Christ Jesus. No matter what. And Josh was able to. Give her a piece of the fruit, the love. The battle would be hard. The winds and the fires would come. She saw them kill Josh in the natural, in a dungeon. They beat him and raped him. She would hug him and hold him in his lap while he talked to her about the love of God that she had yet met. Josh was giving Amanda the fruit of his life. He even gave her a cross to hang on to. She gave it to me. He gave one fruit to Amanda. Changed her life a couple years later. And that's how we're all to live. Our fruit will mature and we will get a chance to pass on our fruit, even in death, maybe to just one other person. So the river of life and peace, agape love, will flow on and on. Amanda went on and saved many children in multi-generational Satanism, witchcraft, psychic world. She's gone on and led homeless people to the Lord. Mm -hmm. She's gone on to many churches and led youth. She's challenged youth pastors when they don't walk the walk. Joshua's fruit traveled on. The river of life traveled on through Amanda. And her desire that all Satanists get saved. She prayed a prayer. She wrote it out. Desiring that all of her family, Satanists, would be saved. Her father, Isaac, is. All of her children are. Her mother, she is. doesn't matter how their earthly life looks. It's their spirit. So the river of life traveled from Joshua to Amanda to others. So spiritual freedom 
is not only for you, little one, alone, but for many generations of humanity to come. I've met many a multi-generational Satanist who got saved and then went into the chosen children of the clans and got them saved. Mm -hmm. I've known children of chosen generations, secret societies to go to school and get others saved. How? They'd take a Game Boy, a Nintendo without batteries, and it would work. Mm -hmm. People moving in child pornography, the children saving each other. The women being abused and the boys saving each other. The river of life was flowing in the black lands of the kingdom of darkness. They couldn't get out physically, but they were saving each other, giving each other hope and love, passing the fruit on. You don't have to be on social media to save someone. You can do it in dreams. Jesus goes to mosque. He talks to people and imams while they're in prayer. I go to mosque, to the walls when people are praying, going to brothels, spiritual. I go in the womb. My spirit is not restricted. Mm -hmm. The river of life flows on. Godly love is planted, passed out, given away. Mm -hmm. This spiritual freedom that the spirit finds, the forever person finds, is worth the fight. Josh told us that. Manda's told us that. Even Isaac who's in heaven. An owl. So many others. There was young one young man named Seamus. He wanted to go to a Christian church and have a Christian wife. But he had to kill another person to get there. Mm-hmm. They were trying. The best way they knew how even though he'd be sent on assignment into a Christian church. He wanted to hear the words. He couldn't move spiritually, and if he did, he would be beaten. Mm -hmm. But they wanted to hear the words. So you help your fruit to grow by letting God teach you. Be under right teachers and pastors and read the right books. Watch the movies. Study and pass it on. Mm -hmm. God doesn't depend on pastors and teachers. They stay in their little box called their church. Mm -mm. He'll move with the children, among the children. He'll move among the babies. He'll move anywhere and everywhere. In the spirit, in dreams, he'll go everywhere. So does Pastor Deborah. So remember to daily seek him. Maybe one little nugget of food to drink your milk that God loves you and is on your side. Eat your food. Rest. Talk with him. Spend time with him. Seek his spiritual kingdom, not a church membership, not a title, but the kingdom of heaven. Learn about it. I've got some great videos on the YouTube channel. By Dr. Miles Monroe of the Bahamas Faith Ministries. He's in heaven now. Study the kingdom. Learn about righteousness. 
forgiveness and mercy. Study each word slowly. Spiritually seek what God says about you. Study Isaiah 61 and 62. Learn who he says you really are. Go to Genesis 1, 26 through 28. Go into the book of Revelation and learn about the new earth, the new lands that are coming. Seek a deep spiritual, intimate relationship with God, not through sex. There's no sex with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, or the Father. Uh -uh. They're teachers. They talk to us. They're mothers that love us. They're shepherds. They help us fight our battles. Come into a deep, intimate relationship with the Heavenly Father so he is comfortable in you and you are comfortable with him in you. Just like Christ Jesus said, he's in me and I'm in him. We are one. He's here right now working through me, talking to you. Spend lots and lots of time with him. He used to ask me to stay out of church and stay home with him. Sort of just be with him. See, he's a very wealthy king. He doesn't know if you love him just for the goodies he has, the blessings he can give you. Or if he took all of that away, would you just still love him? Mm -hmm. Is it a love of the soul and the flesh or the spirit? He's looking. And you need to learn. So get to know God's character, his emotions, his mind, his likes and his dislikes. Learn his rules to be in the kingdom. Grow. Spiritually develop a close one-on-one relationship and understanding of him. When you understand him, his image and likeness, you'll understand you. You're made in his image. And after his likeness as a new creature in Christ, study Christ. What does that mean to be in Christ? What does it mean to have the mind of Christ? Study. Please be aware that God has been spiritually abused by us, by his spiritual people, by his spiritual children. He's been spiritually hurt, used. Betrayed, rejected, laughed at, forgotten, abandoned, lied to. Can you imagine his own children doing that to him? Some of them pray to mothers. Don't ever pray to Pastor Deborah or to saints. But when you serve anything, greed, gold, money, yourself, you're a spiritual adulterer. To him. You don't want him in your government. You don't want him in your country, your nation. You worship a flag. Maybe a constitution of your nation. Don't worship freedom. He's not to be spoken of. Not to be gone to for help. He, we have done that to him. Humanity. We think he's half animal, half. We're looking at animals. We're looking at ancient things that all they want is sex with 12-year-old children. And they'll kill you if you don't accept their God. And their God looks like a star or a moon 
or maybe it looks like a color or a goddess. We have rejected him. We've had other gods and goddesses instead of him. So you be aware of what we've done to him. He's got a lot of reasons to hate us. Be full of hurt and envy and bitterness towards us. And he was for a long time in the Old Testament. He was mad at the flesh because that's all we were. Our spirits were dead to him, but he was trying. But he went away between the Old Testament and the about 400 years. He had to get himself together so he could come in his son and go to the cross as a sacrifice for you. You had to take a deep breath and say, I've got to fulfill the plan I have for them. They can't do it. They're just flesh creatures. They don't know me, forgotten me. Even if I walk among them, they don't know. But I'll go pay the price for them. And then our work will begin with the spirits. So you be aware of what we've done to him, what our governments and culture traditions have done to him. Mm -hmm. We've changed everything he's done around. Mm -hmm. So you be aware of that. And if you've ever done any of that, you ask him to forgive you. He's been very, very hurt by us, abused by us, by the love of his heart, us. Humanity has betrayed him, left him, rejected him, abandoned him, changed all that he's done into just traditions, culture. We want nothing to do with him in our governments, our nations, our schools, our families, our businesses. So you be aware of that. Pastor Deborah can sense his moods every day. Someday he needs to cry because his children are hurting him, rejecting him, not standing up for him. Some days he's happy. Sometimes he's on the war field, on the battlefield. Sometimes he's in his throne room making decrees. Other times he's the judge of the universe, judging court cases. Mm-hmm. Other times, he's just a father. He's one who's many, multiple personalities, Mm -hmm. but all of the same character, all filled of agape love. Because he is agape love. you got to study that. What is agape love? How is it different than human love? How is it different than a love of a, for an animal or nature? worth studying so little one spirit man forever person let us reach out together out into the vastness of the kingdom of heaven and learn now i want to end this tape right here Mm -hmm. with a prayer we have a little bit more to go in this part of the letter before we're finished when we're finished we'll start a new series i've got several of them A lot of books to put up for you to understand. I spent years at home studying, reading, reading and studying, writing, praying, watching movies, reading books, studying. Long, long years. But right now, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you 
for your agape love for us, that it would travel through space and time. It would endure all we've done for you, all that we have done against you. For we knew not what you were. We didn't know about you. We were ignorant in darkness. And then when we did learn about you, we were so easily turned away from you out of fear of death. But Father, help us now to grow and be strong in you, through you, and with you, so that we may produce fruit to pass on to other people, as Joss did to Amanda, as Owl did to others, and as Amanda is still doing now. Father, help them. Help us to get to know you your image and likeness, to learn about the kingdom. Feed us your milk of the word, agape love, your wine, your living water, your meat, your bread. Help us to grow. Father, we need you so much. We cannot do this without you, the Holy Spirit, your word of God, and you. Help us to learn agape love what the royal law is, and learn about our forever person, the kingdom of our spirit, and the kingdom of our soul, and the kingdom of our physical body. Help us. We need you so much. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Remember, if you prayed that prayer with an honest heart, he will help you. So don't you be discouraged in any way. There's so much to learn out in the realm of the spirit within the kingdom of God about yourself, about him, about the other part of the kingdom, the kingdom of darkness. I'll see you next time on the next part. Bye.